Do you want to wake up feeling like you're stepping into who you're meant to be, into the best possible version of you? What if I told you that the key to your best life, health, and happiness are all around you? You just have to find what works for you. I'm Hope Pedraza, and I believe that there isn't just one way to live a healthy and meaningful life, and that all you need is a little inspiration to make changes that last from the inside out. Each week, I'll be sharing tangible tips and inspirational interviews to help you on your journey. These are the steps to take to improve your life and live with purpose. This is Hopeful and Wholesome. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Hopeful and Wholesome. I am coming in for a little solo chat today. Um, just to talk a little bit about something I have been talking about on social media lately, and I've been getting lots of questions and stuff about it, and so figured it's probably a good thing to talk about here, and I'll bring it to you. Um, and I know you've heard, you know, if you've listened to me or followed me on social media for any period of time, you know that I talk a lot about bioindividuality and just how, you know, there is no one-size-fits diet, one-size-fits-all diet for everybody. And that is what I want to talk about today because <laughs> I think it's important. It's an important thing to talk about, an important topic to bring up right now. Um, you know, we live in this, you know, I hate using these words because it's so cliche, but we live in this diet culture, right? Where it's try the next best thing, try all these things that are working for all these other people. And then especially as women, you know, we try the thing and then it doesn't work. And then, you know, we get frustrated. Well, why did it work for her? And it didn't work for me, right? something must be wrong with me or, you know, I something I'm not, I'm, you know, I, I didn't cut my calories enough or whatever it is. Right. And so then we get frustrated and I had a conversation. I had kind of an interaction online with someone who was commenting on one of the videos that I put out. And it really was a good conversation because I feel like what she was saying was really what society in general, a lot of people believe. And, and, and the, the conversation went a little bit like she commented on my things. I was making a comment how, you know, there's all these reasons that your diet isn't working. Right. And I listed out a bunch of things of why your, your diet isn't working. And it was things like, um, you know, you're, you're not eating enough. Like your, your calories are too low, right? You're, you're restricting your calories too much. Um, it was talking about, you know, you're messing up your thyroid from calorie restriction because that, that calorie, calorie restriction actually can, um, hurt your thyroid or thyroid levels. Um, I was talking about how certain diets, specific diets like keto and, uh, intermittent fasting weren't necessarily meant for women. And this is the one I think that triggered people the most because you have people who follow those diets and maybe you listen, you, you have, or, or, you know, are thinking about following these, these diets. Um, here are the facts though, right? So first of all, keto diet was not developed as a diet plan. Keto was created or studied on kids with seizures, right? With epilepsy. It had nothing to do with people losing weight. So it was really for, for kids with neurological issues like epilepsy. And so, you know, at some point it kind of just shifted into this thing where it's, you know, everybody's doing it, losing all this weight and blah, blah. Right. But here is the facts about keto, right? Um, men's and women's bodies are very different, right? And most of the diets that we're looking at that, that are out there are, are, where they were created for men or they were studied on men. And, and that's all we know, right? So for keto, for example, um, different genes are turned on and off 
when you're doing intermittent fasting and the same thing with keto, when your, your, your body metabolizes fat differently, right? So for women, keto really, and studies have shown that it doesn't work as well for women because women metabolize fat differently. And, um, again, they have different genes turn on and off in response to fasting in response to limiting carbs that much. And because we are cyclical beings, like we work in cycles, women are, our hormones move in cycles. We need different nutrients at different times of the month, right? It's not like a man's body. Men, men don't have a cycle, right? Their hormones are just, they are what they are. So, and the same thing goes with intermittent fasting, right? And, um, now, yes, there are studies, and I'm not denying studies. There are studies done to show health benefits of intermittent fasting. But again, these are on very specific populations for very specific people, and it's not for the general population. So going back to what I started talking about, the comment, the interaction online, I had someone tell me like, well, you know, all of every body, every person has the same bodily processes. So basically she was like, you know, you can't say it's not for people when, when all our bodily processes are the same. And yes, the fact is we do have the same bodily processes. Every body human being on planet earth has the same bodily processes day in and day out. But the fact is that these bodily processes are not the same. We do not conduct our bodily processes the same. They're affected by our environment. They're infected, affected by our medical history and our ethnicity and um, our hormones. And, our, you know, there's so many things that affects our, affect our bodily processes. There is no human being, two human beings that have the same, that bodily, that bodily processes were exactly the same. It's, it, it's not. So for, to me, the fact that we are so unique should be proof enough that there is no one diet that works for everybody. And that was my response where it's like, you know, all our bodily processes are different. And so to say that there is a certain diet that could or should work for everybody is, is completely false. It, it's not accurate. So um, I, I want to encourage you to shift your mindset around that. And, and for us to really change, shift the paradigm on that, on thinking that there is this one diet that you haven't tried yet, that's going to work, right? This thing that works so good for my sister and it's going to work. For, it, it, it doesn't work like that. Um, and so I want to encourage you to shut out the noise that there is one thing that's going to work for everybody because it's just not the case. And, and there's a lot of other, um, you know, claims for a lot of other certain diets, like, like, cause the other thing I've heard a lot too is, you know, going back to how our ancestors ate, right. And going back to, you know, how people ate in the hunter gather society, right. Can you hear about paleo, which I'm not bashing paleo. Paleo is, you know, it can be a very healthy diet for people. And some people do really well on it. Some people don't, right. Again, it's all based on the person. Um, but here's the, the, the other fact about hunter gather societies that you know, these, these diets. And if you research them, they're the people who made these diets are going to tell you. So when, when people lived in these hunter gatherer societies, right, men and women adapted to periods of, of having plenty and, and having scarcity, very different, right? Men who were generally physically larger than women responded to fasting, to going for long periods of time without food, by, you know, by boosting in their metabolic rate, like their, met their metabolism was boosted by going these long periods of time without eating. 
right? Because this boost, this metabolic boost gave them the fuel that they needed to go hunt. They were the ones who were going to hunt while the women stayed with the family, right? So genetically, men's bodies say, hey, go get food for everybody when they haven't had much to eat, right? Women do not respond the same way. In hunter-gatherer societies, women's bodies responded really different to these times of scarcity than men's bodies did. So whereas men's bodies, their metabolism sped up, women's metabolism actually slowed down to conserve energy and to store fat in order to survive, you know, this potential long-term scarce, this long-term famine, right? So they are actually storing body fat, storing energy. And what this means for women now, today, uh, genetically, right? It, it, intermittent fasting just may not work well for women. Now, can it work for some? Yes. Is it good to do long-term? Probably not. So my point is saying that we're eating like our ancestors, it's not true. Men and women did not eat the same. And our ancestors did not eat the same as each other. Men and women did not eat the same as each other. It's not true. So um, there, there is definitely <laughs> some gender... Um, inequality, should we say, in terms of research on intermittent fasting, right? And now, and in current times as well, because there, there's this other, this article that's out that out of 71 studies that were in Harvard's database on intermittent fasting, only 13 included any women at all. So again, it's very skewed. And so to make these grandiose claims that this diet works for everybody, you know, it, it's just not. And, and I'm not just talking about intermittent fasting, but that was just kind of the one that came up a lot when I made these um, posts talking about diets. But point is, and the, the reason I wanted to hop on this week and bring this to y'all is because you, your body is different than everyone else's on this planet. You are unique. Your body is unique. Therefore, the way you should be eating is unique. And it's really all goes down to, you know, how your body oxidizes food. How's your body break down food? Namely, we're talking about like proteins and carbs. Some people are fast oxidizers. They burn through the things more quickly. Some people are slow. They thrive more on higher carb diets, right? And it also goes down to how your nervous system is affected by food, right? Um, if certain foods higher in animal protein are good for some people's nervous systems. And sometimes it's not that that's really what it comes down to how your nervous system and your energy production in your body is affected by the food that you eat. And it's something I work with my clients on. We do the metabolic typing diet, which it's this, this test that you take that really tells you all these things. And it's based on like your blood type and hormones and um, you know, your nervous system and your personality and all these things. And that really, it tells you, gives you a good indication on what the best way to eat is for you, whether it's higher in protein, higher in carbs, whether it's a mix of both. And that really, um, and it's all based on science, all based on research, based on different ethnic groups and how they ate. And it's, it's really a great way to figure out what the best diet is for you. So Moral of the story of today, this super quick episode that I wanted you um, to listen to today is to don't fall victim to the, you know, this diet works for everybody because it doesn't. And then if, if you really want to know what the best type of best way of eating is for you, then just shoot me a message and we can even do just that test. I can do the metabolic, just the metabolic type test in you and, and walk you through the results. You can really see what the best way to eat for your body is. 
and, um, and really maximize how your body uses food, how it breaks down food and how your cells react to food. It's, it's really fascinating and it's really eye-opening and can totally transform your body and your energy and all the things. So that's my spiel for today, guys. I'll get off my soapbox now and I'll see y'all next week. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Hopeful and Wholesome, y'all. If you found value in this week's episode, please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave a review to let me know what you thought. I'd love to know what you find useful in these episodes so I can know how to provide the most value I can to my listeners. And if you have topics you'd like to know more about, I'd love to hear those as well. So shoot me a message on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. It's at the Hope Pedraza, or you can visit my website, hopefulandwholesome.com. Thanks, y'all.